Hey, humans. Listen, I know you're probably over podcast ads at this point, but hey, if you're anything like me, you probably drink a ton of coffee or at least know someone who does. Uppercut has partnered with Grinding Coffee Company, a black and LGBTQ plus owned business that freshly roasts gluten free vegan coffee right before they ship it. Almost all of us have gotten the chance to try at least one of Grinding's roasts, and we all adore what we've had. To try it yourself and support two small, queer owned businesses, Enter the code UPPERCUT at checkout for 10% off any non-subscription purchases. That's UPPERCUT for 10% off. Good day, everyone. This is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, here joined by my precious co-host, Ty. How are you, Ty? Hello. I'm good. How are you, Monty? I'm good. I totally didn't wake up 18 minutes ago, so. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm doing good overall. I got boosted yesterday. I'm going to uh, Taipei later today, uh, just to have some have some fun because uh, I finished most of my midterms. I have one more left that's been delayed for a very long time, but I wanted to go out and celebrate for a bit. So I'm I'm happy about that. How about you? Do you have anything planned? Uh well, I'm working this weekend, and it's it's uh, it, it is esports, baby. Um, so that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> that's so much fun, though. It's so much fun. I I love seeing this like esports arc just like turn into something you genuinely love. It's great. It's very strange, um, but you know we're riding the wave. <laughs> oh man! Okay, cool, cool. Alrighty. Um, so we have a list of awesome games once again this month, and this month we have a shared game. And let me click on that guy here. Also, um, you might hear some. Just angry Mandarin happening in the background. Uh, they're building a giant office building behind me. And they get work done at like 6 in the morning to like 9 a.m. for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but they're always uh, yelling. So I'm just <laughs> letting you know. I promise it's not me. It's fine. Um... <laughs> All right. So. Uh, our shared game for this month that we've played is Perfect Tides. Uh, it is developed by one person, I believe. I've, I'm not cur- Am I not correct on that, Ty? I think it's uh, just one person. Let me, I'm going to pull up game. the press kit that they sent me just to be sure. Fact checking live on the air. Um, <laughs> where is that message? Uh, but while Ty gets on that, uh, I'll talk a little bit about the game. <laughs> um, so the game follows Mara, who lives on an island, and it's basically opened up with her best friend telling her that she lost her virginity, and Mara is absolutely heartbroken. Um yeah, is, this I whole game like is, a... like, very... It, it's it's about being a teen in the early 2000s 
which like is not an experience mm-hmm, that Monty mm-hmm. and I had, but mm-hmm. that is I don't know. It it feels nostalgic even though we were like four and three respectively. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I was like five. five. I can't do math. Yeah, we were tiny babies, but <laughs> I think the big thing that was really nostalgic about this game was just sort of like the attitudes. I think teenage attitudes just don't change across generations for yeah, some reason. Yeah, teenagers continue to be um, teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're moody, we're we're emo. Um the stupidest things feel like the end of the world, and this this game definitely definitely made me go back onto those feelings and made me feel like, damn, baby Monty was just so stupid, but she grew into a great person. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! But yeah, so for me, I because of because of midterms, I was only able to get through the first spring day, um, which is the first day that you kind of get into. Um, so to back what I was saying. Um, you're introduced with her best friend saying that she lost her virginity and you're absolutely heartbroken. Um, this means that, what is it, like, she's, Mara's, like, the only teenager on the island that, like, hasn't had sex because everyone else has had sex. Oh, yeah, and they also live on, like, a really small town, like, isolated island where, like, people can't even travel when the, like, bay freezes over. Um mm-hmm. it's and it's small. We you can I think walk through it in like I guess all the little routes, uh not in the game itself, but all the little routes to get around town in like five minutes. It's a very small town. Uh but beautifully designed. It is Yeah, very detailed so pixel cute. art. Mm-hmm. Which like also kind Even of adds with, to the like, nostalgia because the... it kind of has those like like, you know, the gif of, like, the, you've got mail. It looks like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the pixely. Like, it just has that energy of, like, early 2000s internet. Which, again, is weird. Because I does. didn't, like, experience that. But, like, I've seen the stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it very much is that. I didn't even think about it that way. But, yeah, oh, God. Um, even down to, like, the... Like, when the characters are talking and you see, like, their avatars above their heads, mm-hmm. just to notify that they're talking, um, those are so detailed. I thought it was, like, graphic art, but no, it's still, it's still pixel art. It's just really detailed. <laughs> it is so, so pretty. Um, but yeah, I guess I, I'll, I'll walk through what I have had, and then um, you can tell me your thoughts, Ty. So, so far... Um, me, me, me being me, I've, I've said this many times on the podcast, I'm not good at puzzles. I'm starting to like them, which is great, but I'm not good at them. So getting through the first day took me so long because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> um, I always need uh, games to handhold me, but this game, you know, it still, it still pushed me to kind of like figure out shit on my own, which... I guess that's, that's sort of part of the teenage experience. You're kind of doing shit by yourself the whole time, so it, it fits really well. Um, but yeah, you, you get off the ferry after finding out the news, absolutely just feeling so bad, and you're trying to take groceries back into your house uh, on this, like, four-wheel wagon. and Like a toy wagon, not like a, like a car wagon. 
Um, yeah, it's like a the... radio flyer type deal. <laughs> Except it's weird because mm-hmm. the wheel on it like pops, which I don't know. At least like none mm-hmm. of the wagons I had as a kid had like actual tires. They were just like plastic wheels. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they were plastic wheels. And then like one wheel would always like eat more fucking gravel than the other, so it became like lopsided. I remember mm-hmm. that. Um but yeah, so it, it pops, your your friend's long gone, and you're trying to find like a way to kind of fix this wheel. So you go into the shop that's right in front of you and you meet this like I guess older teenager or like a guy in like his 20s. I think he's like in his 20s. And the conversation with him goes really interesting. Um, I feel like I feel like as like fucked up as it is I think as a teenager I I feel like a lot of men have talked to me that way. Oh yeah. I think a lot of men now still talk to me that way. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's just like he like at least at least with him it wasn't like it was inappropriate and, like, weird, but it wasn't, like, predatory creepy, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cause, yeah, because yeah. your character is, like, 16, I think, and this dude, I, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. is, like, kind of implied to be, like, at least in his 20s. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, he doesn't hit on you or anything. You're the one who's kind of thinking, like, that you want to date him, weirdly. Mm-hmm. like just because like just because he's there basically like again that kind of teenage mentality of like wanting to be to have somebody so you're just like yeah this random like 22 mm-hmm. year old who works at the campground shop like <laughs> who's not interested in you at all that is telling you about like <laughs> i'm not okay i'm not gonna that's like getting into your summary i'm not gonna say that part but um he's just like mm-hmm. yeah he's just like i when i was in high school i had a friend who dated did you call did you have super seniors in your high school oh yeah like like seniors that stayed back for a while yeah like not even just stayed back once but they, but, they like, stayed yeah. back for like two yeah times. yeah my when i was like i can't remember how old we were we were either like freshmen or sophomores but my best friend at the time was like dating a super senior who had been held back i think twice it was like his fifth or sixth year of high school and all of his friends were like this dude but like with the creepy like where's my hug kind of energy yeah oh god oh god i still have to fucking deal with that in like now I'm getting I'm in my mid twenties now, um, and it still happens at like fucking work events. It fucking sucks. Why does that exist? Why I don't know. People, people, people are men are weird. They really are, and and this this interaction definitely fucking proves it um yeah so it was like so as fucked up as it is i was like this is a breath of fresh air because this dude is just a weirdo like he's not a creep he's just a weirdo (laughs) he's just weird he's just talking he's talking he's not he's not supposed to i don't know like entice mara in any way he's just talking out of his fucking ass which i think we hear a lot of dudes fucking do, but basically, yeah, he, what is it? He, you see, like, a piece of string? A piece of, like, cable? 
something to inflate. Yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest. I saw it and I was like, "What is that? It's like a little. <laughs> I thought it was. It's like a little circle on a string. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was string, but then we inflated. It. I was like, "That's not string. Strings don't do that." But you you asked for the string, and he like asks you like. Oh no, I'm gonna use it for like something later. He he said the term. And you <laughs> you say, uh, okay, what's that? And he asks your age before he like goes into it and you you tell him you're 16, he's like, hmm, okay. And then tells you that he wants to use it to numb his fucking hand so he can jerk himself off later. Oh, yeah, because he calls because it it'll stranger. feel like another person. and it's so funny because it's like the peak teenage girl thing of like being in a weird like all of a sudden sexual situation with an older dude and being like yeah like this is normal this is fine it 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 really like oh my god that specific interaction i was like oh man i oh baby Monty did not deserve that because that's happened so many times because guys just don't fucking think at least some of the dudes that I do um but yeah so you get through that interaction and you finally are able to get the groceries back home put them in the fridge you meet your brother and uh mom and I think you have to do like your first task outside which is I think pick up the the package from oh, your mom. see, what I did was um, immediately go into my bedroom and log onto the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy to click everything in the living room that I didn't know where the fuck my be- like my bedroom was. Because you know how you try to go into your brother's and it's just like, don't think about doing that. Yeah. And then your mom's and you're like, you don't want to go in there. And I was like, yeah. where the fuck is my room? And I couldn't fucking find it until later. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> Yeah, I just went in there and just immediately was fucking around in there until, and then I was like, ooh, computer, ooh, a chat room, ooh, a forum. (laughs) It did, like, the dial-up noise, too, which I didn't experience. I didn't experience dial-up. I, like, very Um, briefly experienced dial-up for, like, two seconds. And it was weird. I wonder, were, were the loud, screechy noises real? Do you remember that? Yeah, and you couldn't, like, get on the computer while someone was on the phone. That's... That's crazy. That's wild. No way. Yeah, it's weird. I don't... They were, like, connected. It was, like, the phone line and the internet line were, like, the same. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Okay, wow. Um, shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you pick up, like, a package for your mom, which is Princess Diana plate, uh, which I think all moms are obsessed with. I think all moms have a very deep love for Princess Diana. I've never Um, thought about that, but my mom does love Princess Diana. Dude, my mom loves Princess Diana. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, saw, I was like, oh, that's so specific and true. (laughs) All moms have this. I don't know why. All moms love Princess Diana. (laughs) 
game, even though, again, it's it's set in the 2000s, but what is it? When did I turn into a teenager? I turned into a teenager in 2010. So even it being 10 years like earlier before like my time of being a teen, like it was still really relatable. And I'm doing tasks for the mom. You ran around. I think you pick up a beer bottle on the way. Uh, you make a beer cozy. You meet you meet like the the hippie that like likes to trade shit. He gives you some chips. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just like, a lot of shit weird on the island. people around, which I like because like it just makes you kind of think about like the fact that like every town has just like weird people. Yeah, and you just talk to them because it's just the the thing to do. Like you, you're friends with a like a like a writer. Um, that has like a beach house, uh, on the on the bay, and if you go in the morning, actually, uh, which I did because I wanted to see around the town, um, he was like passed out, like he was just passed out on the couch. His house was like a fucking mess. Um, but if you visit it at nighttime, he's awake and he wanted to talk to you about like the stress that he's had from not being able to finish his book. Um, so I thought that was really interesting with the time stuff, because I thought it was just going to be the same, that this guy's going to be passed out throughout the whole game. Um, but yeah, I was able to get through that first day. <laughs> I was able to get through that first day, and then <laughs> homework started piling up, and I, I needed to work on that. But I, so far, I've just been really enjoying just, like, walking around. All the little art, again, like Ty said, it's been so, so detailed. Um, that I'm going to jump back into it once homework stuff doesn't bother me anymore. But yeah, Ty, I, I've been talking about my thoughts the whole time. How about you? What'd you think of the game? Um, well, mostly, mostly the, I mean, the same, like, yeah, like we've been talking about the nostalgia and whatnot and the art. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it is a point and click adventure game, which is like, Mm-hmm. You know, I only bring that up because it's like the it's the type of puzzle solving where you have to like combine items with each other or like like when you fix the wagon, you have to like get the little inner tube and then you have to use it on yourself to blow it up and then you have to use it on the wagon to fix the wagon. Um, And uh, like Monty, I'm also not very good at that. Um, So it did also <laughs> take me a long time <laughs> to do day one. Uh, because it was a lot of me, uh, being like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And then me messing around on the computer. Um, but, so, I also only did day one. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, life. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what I played. I definitely want to keep going with it. I just, again, am not great with the point and click style puzzles. Um, they take me a while to figure out usually um but yeah i i think with po- oh so sorry oh, i no, think with like point and click games there's like there's always this what do you call it this for me i think once i start playing it for like a long time it starts to like kind of come together and i'm able to kind of go through like things flawlessly be able to see what goes like on top of each other what works together but because i haven't hit that like Having gotten through that wall, uh, is better to say, 
Uh, it's still really difficult. But even then, it being difficult, usually like, I drop games like in a snap if they're just too hard. I still want to get through this game. Like it definitely is going to be a game that's emotional. Um, it's already hitting a lot of the points of like being a teenager that I, even me I can relate to. So I, I still want to like dig through this game and see what's up. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. It's gonna probably be something I like pick at um, over the year as I like have time and you know I'm looking for like a palate cleanser from other stuff. Um, but it's definitely yeah, mm-hmm, like very mm-hmm. neat, very worth looking into. Um, and I think you know, like the vibes of it are very good, just in terms of like that combination of like nostalgia and like relatability. I guess like the writing is very good. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's very fun to read. Um, and there's always, like, little treasures, too. I think I went into the woods, and it started going into, like, Hitler conspiracy theory, which, like, I've heard before when I was younger. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Why is this popping up now? So I, I really like it. I can't wait to touch it again. Um, but yeah, it sounds like we both had a really good time with it. That's good. Alrighty, so yeah, Perfect Tides. We both recommend it. Uh, It was developed by Three Bs, who also gave us the code. So thank you so much. We really appreciate. This is probably going to be a pretty code-heavy episode for me. Just, just I'm just getting that out of the way now. Period. Don't. It's all codes. (laughs) It's all codes down here. (laughs) would you like to share your first game then sure thing so my first game is called grapple dog and it was developed by medallion games and published by super rare originals um and Mm -hmm. it is a 2d platformer that is uh as the name suggests about a dog with a grapple gun um who uses it to do the platformies um there is like a little narrative to it i don't really remember what it is it's something about saving the world um it feels really good um i will say when it first came out on the switch it was pretty rough um which is like not really (laughs) conducive to you know 2d platforming uh but after the post-launch patch, it's significantly better. Um, so it's definitely worth checking out on there. Um, I'm not a huge platformer person. Um, I may or may not have been uh, quoted as uh, not enjoying games where the verb is to jump. Um, but <laughs> that being said, if you're into 2D platformers, I think this is a fun thing for you. This looks, the art is really, really It's cute. very cute. It's yeah. very adorable. And there's, like, all kinds of aminals, and there's little, like, fucking robots and shit. <laughs> oh, this is so cute. It, it really does remind me of, um, hello, uh, hello, part-time UFO. <laughs> I, I almost <laughs> oh, yeah, called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, am, <laughs> I almost called it something else. Oh my god, I was 
called it something else. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, it really does look like it. And it's really, really cute. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's I think like, again, like I'm not a huge platformer person. Like it's just it doesn't it does not make brain go burr. Um, but I still found it like, you know, enjoyable in small bursts. Um, but if you're like a person who is big into, you know, 2D platformers and like getting to do fun stuff with like physics and shit, I think that this is a good fit. Cute. I love this. Awesome. Great. Thank you, Ty. Alrighty. Okay. So, for the first game that I want to share this month is going to be Highway Blossoms. Gay! A lesbian game. Highway Blossoms was uh, developed by, well, is developed by Studio Lane and Studio Co- uh, Coattails. And it is about lesbians. You have one girl who doesn't care about the whole caught up of everyone being really excited about a gold rush that some dude, he has like gold somewhere, someone found the oh, note, yeah. it went viral. It's like a weird treasure hunt thing. Mm-hmm. Aren't, aren't there like clues that people are trying to find yeah yeah all from like this dude just like having like having left notes behind and it's it's really wild so when i read like southwest like lesbian stuff right i was like oh shit cowboys let's go <laughs> um, i didn't think anything about <laughs> i didn't think anything about the gold rush so i was like oh this is like really cool and interesting and of course this girl that like doesn't care about what's happening with gold uh is like out of nowhere very interested in it because a cute girl is also very interested in it it's how things go that's that's just how the, yeah, the, it's relatable the world turns around <laughs> But it's really cute. It looks really adorable. Um, it's very like I think the what is it's very anime like mm-hmm. visual novel. It is art. yeah. It is a visual novel. Yeah, it is like very, when you think of an anime novel. visual novel, it looks like that in a not derogatory way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, a lot of reviews. I like went to go look at them, and a lot of them kind of talk about like you know how nice this game is because you know you you play yuri anime games right and there a lot of them are just really heavily sexualized because the point of it is not the story the point of it is to see two girls kiss um not that i don't want to see that as well but you know sometimes people just do a lot uh for no reason and a lot of people had just really nice things to say about just the whole lesbian relationship of this game which is really nice um, it also has a DLC. This game came out a while ago, um, but it also has a DLC called Highway Blossoms Next Exit, and you can get this on PC. It's on Itch, GOG, Steam, and if you bought the Queer Games bundle last year in 2021, uh, it's in there. So you can play it there for however much you paid for the Queer Games bundle, and I recommend it. Yeah, all right, it's, Ty, what's it, your next cute. game? Oh, go, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, it's cute. I played it a couple years <laughs> ago. 
Cute. Cute. You're gay. Let's, oh God. Yeah. Um, bitch, I've been gay. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Ty. What's your next game? Um, I'm sorry. I have to pull up our notes. I was too distracted by yelling at you about being gay. Um, okay. <laughs> so my next game is called Ravenous Devils. Um, and mm. it is a horror cooking sim. <laughs> um, I really oh like the God, t- wait, I really like the description. Um, it says a horror cooking sim where the secret ingredient is crime. Um, the secret ingredient is actually more specifically murder. Um, because period. So basically, you play as both people in a couple who. Like, at the start of the game, you're running away from your home for, like, unknown reasons um, and going mm-hmm. to a new town. And you're starting a, a pair of, like, joint businesses where you have, like, a restaurant at the in the ground floor and then a tailor shop in the up, um, the up floor. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. <laughs> the next level, whatever. <laughs> um, and so the husband is a tailor and the wife is a cook. Um, and so the whole business is when people come into the tailor shop, as he's fitting them for clothes, the husband kills them and then drops them into a trap door to the wife who then, like, grinds the bodies up into, you know, meat or sausages or whatever to serve oh my god yeah and so then and so it's like a business management sim because you have to like you have to like make sure that you're killing people taking their clothes you know throwing the bodies down then you have to like use the cloth from their clothes to make new clothes so that you can sell those and then like you also you don't have to be having the food coming out um and if you have customers who come in and there's not like food or clothes out then they like get pissed off and it hurts your ratings um so it is like an actual sim and then on top and then you get like you know money so you can buy upgrades for your kitchen and for your tailor shop um and then on top of all of this there's like it's not a b plot but it's like there's like a a a low-key narrative thread going on and like kind of in the background it is like the main plot but it's just like you know it just kind of happens in between you like doing your murders (laughs) um (laughs) it's very silly um it like you do definitely have to like suspend your disbelief right because like the sheer number of people you kill like there's no way people wouldn't notice right like, also, when you grind <laughs> bodies up, you throw, like, the whole body in. Like, as if you, <laughs> like, yeah, people are, I'm sure, are gonna love having all those, like, bone bits in there. Um. Mm, crunchy. <laughs> but, um, beyond that, it's, like, very easy to get into, like, a management sim zone with it, where you're, you know, like, coordinating your murders and your clothing production and your cooking and your serving and yeah so it's pretty fun it's also like i got a code for it but it's also 
wild. It's only five dollars. This game is only five bucks. I'm yeah, scrolling down right it's now. It's wild, but yeah, it's oh, only wow. five bucks, and it's on sale right now for ten percent off. So it's like four dollars and fifty cents. Oh my gosh! Wow, I was like, I'm looking at like the so on Steam right now. They have like someone playing like live. Uh, yeah. they're making mince pies, which is really funny too. But I'm like, wow, this is such a nice game. The graphics are great. It looks so big. Like the game feels big. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like it doesn't feel like a tiny game. Um, and only five bucks. That's it's only five bucks. It's four fifty so technically right now. Oh, and it was uh, oh, developed so and published by Bad Vices. I feel like I didn't say that. But, yeah, it's, like, it's um, pretty fun. I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm it interested to see... It seems really fun. I'm interested to see, like, what this, like, little narrative is going to be, um, too. So... Yeah, I'll probably Truly, keep playing uh, it, But it's, it's a, yeah, I'm like, a, mm-hmm. What's, what's going on? It's very like Sweeney Todd featuring Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter energy. <laughs> I love that the the power couple coming through, supporting each other. This is great. It's totally healthy. It's great. I support it. Um, this is really awesome. This is great. I I kind of want to play this and see where it goes. It seems really fun to do. Oh my gosh. Okay, no, I can't buy games. I have homework. <laughs> <laughs> um it's on on pc and switch too i don't i think that's it might be on other consoles but i know it's on pc and switch um and i've been playing it on switch it's fine oh nice okay good to know nice okay all righty let's get on to the next game my this is going to be my last game um so this game i actually saw on the 6-1 Indie Showcase, which happened, I believe, last week. Um, I think so. I believe it was last week. Yeah, I think it was like last week, Wednesday the week before. Tuesday of last week. Yeah, yeah. And I was up doing homework, and they gave me a nice near hour of just having a little break at, like, I think it was maybe one in the morning for me two in the morning um so shout out to them that showcase was amazing i i found so many sweet little games and i want to talk about sort of my my favorite um out of the whole showcase which is harmony's odyssey uh developed by mythic owl and it is a game where you play as a little witch and you fix puzzles to fix around the town so um it's weirder than what i'm it's it sounds weirder than what i'm trying to make it actually to be but basically it's a big puzzle game with uh little mini games onto the side and you just have to rearrange a whole bunch of parts onto a platform to make little parts of the town that you're going to be in and the coloring in this game is so good i'm a sucker for just cute ass graphics and this game has it um it's just really adorable i i wouldn't say i i don't like the term cozy games anymore but it's very much like 
adorable and i think if you play it you'll feel very nice um it's <laughs> it's on demo uh right now so you can download the demo uh it's both on nintendo switch and on steam and yeah again thanks to 61 indie for introducing me to that game because who knows if i would have found it without y'all so that was really great yeah that's my my second game ty what's what's your third and final game uh so my third video game is cat cafe manager uh which oh my god is uh pretty self-explanatory via the old uh you know title there um but it's being developed by roost game or it was developed by roost games and it was published by freedom games um and basically it's a little bit like the stardew valley um premise of like your i think it's your grandma passes away and gives you the or and you like inherit the land that her cat cafe was on and so you're like trying to rebuild this cat cafe from scratch in a small town while and like amazon equivalent is trying to horn in on this tiny little town um period and so yeah you you know do the management sim kind of stuff again (laughs) of like you know running the cafe serving customers hiring people making food and then you also um lure the stray cats with food and like pet them to build their trust and then they have their own little traits that work with like different kinds of customers and stuff so that you can you know min max like what resources you're getting and all that kind of stuff based on like your cats and the people who are coming and you can like advertise to different people because all the different like types of people in town will give you a different resource that you then use to like buy different stuff for the cafe um and then the cats like can have traits that'll increase that and stuff um it's cute i mean it's i it's what i expected this game to be which is a cat cafe sim um there's also like (laughs) a little bit of a mystery with like the shrine which is where you like select upgrades to research um Mm-hmm. I haven't finished the game, so I don't know what the secret is, but by and large, yeah, I mean, like, it's a very cute, like, cogent management sim about running a cat cafe, and you get to name the cats, but also a lot of the cats have funny names as presets, so. Nice. Um, I'm gonna, I'm trying to remember. One of mine was named, like... Damn it, I'm not going to be able to remember. A couple of them had, like, very funny people names. Um, oh, like, is it is it, like, my cat, like, Kevin? Yeah, I think one of them is named, like, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> I think the funniest thing in the it's world so to me is cats with, like, very normie people names. Like Kevin or <laughs> Brian. <laughs> They're respectable citizens. <laughs> oh, this game looks so, so fun and cute. 
Yeah, it has like it has very sweet art. Um the controls are a little bit like funky at first, at least to me on Switch, but it's like mm-hmm. not anything you can't um you know, figure out. Um but yeah. It's like it's, easily adoptable. Okay. Yeah. It's it's uh it's cute and good if you if like if you're into the management sim games which I am like yeah no nice. yeah this looks this looks super super cute <laughs> I can't be tempted Ty I have homework I have so much homework oh, I'm sorry summer soon I'll be able to play all these games soon but. Dude, this is a great list of games we have this month. Each month is a bear. I'm not surprised, but this is great. Um, all of your choices, I really, really love. They're they're all good. Um, again, tempting me to to play while I still have a lot of work to do, but I'm <laughs> really excited to kind of put my hands on on the Ravenous Devils. That looks really, really cool. Um, maybe it's a genre of horror that I'll like. We'll see. I'm such a baby when it comes to horror. Yeah, I mean, so um, far the horror is mostly they're killing and eating people. Which, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> it's gross, I guess, but I don't find that particularly they're, scary. Hey, they're, they're not jump-scaring me. I know what's coming. I think that's the horror that I like. Um, but yeah, okay. We did it. We did April it. games, let's go. Woo. Woo! I think it's also the last day of the month, too. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Okay. Awesome. All right. <laughs> and that wraps up this month's playlist here on Indie Mixtape. Ty, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Keeper. And you can follow me over at Fried Monty on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Indie Mixtape is a product by Uppercut, where you can find on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons, and we appreciate it so much. Thank you again for listening. Let me know if you guys touch on any of these games. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Special thanks to our $7 plus patrons, Chris Lawrence, Pixel Turkey, Santi Laguiza, Justin Drew, Third Avenue Anti-Capitalist, Katie Meyer, JT, Matt Burr, Jordan Ramey, Dale, Wheels, Jesse Vitelli, Adept7777, Optional Objectives, Grace Benfill, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, Eliza Tantivy, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Jesse Peterson, O'Kayla, Jared Shu, Cam Conant, Quentin Hoffman, and Mikey Phillips. Thank you all so much.